Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Greetings and salutations. This is the Bob McCowan Podcast, yours truly, and John Shannon. Hello, Robert. Uh, with you today. We announced at the beginning of the program, for those of you who wish to just turn us off, that we don't have a guest today. If, if that's what you're looking for, if that is the essence of why you watch or listen to this, then don't waste any more time. Because I am um, I'm left with Shannon. Well, that's actually... Like you may, you make it sound punitive. It is rather. Oh. Uh, but but it, I, I will say this much. It is, it is not because we couldn't get one. We could very oh. easily have gotten one. We just decided to do this today. Well, well, and we didn't, you know, we didn't explore the reasons why. It was just a suggestion that came up and, I, and everybody went, okay, sure. Well, every once in a while, Bob, we need to hear more of your opinions. And less of yours? Is that the uh, concept here? You, you didn't finish the sentence completely. No, I did. There was a pen. There was a period at the end of that one. There was a period. <laughs> um, so we'll talk a little bit about baseball. We'll talk a little bit about um, uh, the NHL and preseason. And we'll talk a bit about um, NBA vaccine stuff. And who knows what else? Well, yeah, you never know. I mean, Tom Brady's going back to New England this weekend, too, you know, so it's. Yeah, but he's not like he hasn't been traded or anything. Just so people don't get all panicky, Tampa Bay will play the uh, Patriots this week. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, and I don't doubt he'll get a, an ovation. And um, well, well, he won't be booed, will he? I don't, can't imagine that. Well, he shouldn't be. But you know, and and there'll be a beautiful musical tribute. And Tom, thank you for twenty wonderful oh, yeah, years yeah, and yeah. six yeah. And, and look Super at, Bowl appearances. And guy's the greatest quarterback in history. Um, if he doesn't deserve it, uh, nobody does. Uh, we'll come back. We'll chat some more when um, the podcast continues after these messages. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. So it seemed that the MVP race in the American League essentially boiled oh, hold down. On, to, hold on, hold on. Before you talk about that. What? What did you think of the game last night? Well, it's pretty exciting. Oh, much more exciting than the, the game on Tuesday. Yeah. I tell you what, last night, it, it, it was one of those nights where you, where you sit there and say, man, why can't baseball be like this all the time? Wow. And that, I mean, that was gripping stuff. When you think the Jays got out to that huge lead. and For nothing. But then the, then the Yankees just chipped away and chipped away and chipped away. And, 
And then, the, you know, the cliche of, you know, the Jays showing some character and the, the Bichette home run in, what was it, the eighth? eighth. Seventh or eighth? Yeah. yeah. Eighth. eighth inning, bottom uh, of the eighth. Uh, and, uh, and, and the win and having 30,000 people in the building last night. Man, oh, man, that was... At this time, it's that's why baseball, and you you know, it's a long season. That's why you like watching baseball at this time of year. That, that people will remember that game, uh, even if and, and claim to have been there um, for yeah, a long they time. Will. Not if the Blue Jays don't make it. Well, no, I, I'm I'm making the assumption that this is the watershed moment, and they do make it. But I, I'm not suggesting uh, they will. But yeah, I mean, they well, got to they got to win tonight, right? Well, they got to win tonight, and. Um... I don't know. I, and at least take at least two or three from Baltimore. <laughs> and, they, and that, that may not even get them in, but yeah. you got at, at least two or three. And well, of course, there's no guarantee. No. And well, listen, Boston, Boston got back in the winning track in Baltimore last night too. So, um, and they, they're in the same boat. They have to, they have to win two of three against Baltimore before they finish uh, on the weekend. So. Can we get to the uh, MVP stuff? Hey, Bob, it's your show. Well, not really. It's yours, too. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It's a well, shared hey, Bob, experience. Why not? <laughs> with, with the listener? <laughs> Somebody's got to babysit you. Oh, come on. And it's been would, me for years and years Oh, yes. Now, you've so. done a marvelous job. Well, you've I don't done, know about you've that. Done a, you've done a marvelous job. I was going to say it was the other way around. But oh, that's okay. really? Yeah. <laughs> I've had plenty of babysitters over the years. Yes, you have. Yes, you have, have. Most of them have not lasted as long as you. Yeah. <laughs> which may say something, but I'm not exactly sure uh, what. Uh, good point. So it appeared almost through the entire season, it was Guerrero or Otani for the MVP. For a long time, it was Otani, and nobody was going to touch him. And then Guerrero kept hitting home runs and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, lead, led the league in all kinds of statistics. and well, most offensive statistics, and you could make a case for Guerrero. But you would like to add another name to this list. And actually, it has been mentioned. Yeah. But I think it's. I think you're right if you're assuming it's going to get mentioned even more often. I think, and I think it has to. And I, and I, I must give our, our buddy Dave Perkins, the king of the jacket, uh, credit uh, for suggesting that Marcus Simeon should be the, should get consideration or should be the most valuable player in the American League. When you think of what he, he he plays a much more difficult position, I think, than than first in playing second base. So he's more involved in the defense for the team. He's now has the record for the most home runs uh, for a second baseman in Major League Baseball history. Uh, history, yeah, history. Um, I, I I do now think that that uh, you know, and and I think we all gravitate towards Guerrero because. We've gravitated to Guerrero since he dra was drafted, but Marcus Simeon, first year player here, uh, about great bounce back year. Wow, I I, I do think now um, that he deserves consideration. And what's going to happen now, in my opinion, is is that Guerrero and Simeon are going to split the vote. That's right, and Otani's going to wind up winning it. Yeah, yeah. Which you know, I mean, it, it's fine, but I, I I just I just think that you know between now on the vote i i do think that there should be more discussion about marcus simeon being that guy as opposed because you're not when people you know those thirty thousand people that were at the stadium you know they're when he gets up they're not chanting mvp you know they're just they're, they're doing it with guerrero and i i think they should be chanting mvp for simeon too i really do 
Well, I mean, you can't, you can make that argument. Um, well, do you, second base is a much more difficult position to play, don't you think, Bob? Without question. Yeah. And the fact that this is, this is a guy who was a shortstop who converted to second base simply to appease Toronto Blue Jay management and because Bo Bichette was at, at short and the Blue Jays didn't want to move him around. Um, I mean, you can't say anything negative about Semyon and his performance and the way he's handled himself mm-hmm. and his, his leadership skills. Um, you know, along with Springer, these are the two guys that have kind of babysat the younger guys. But at the end of the day, we can sit here and wail all we want, but I think you hit the nail on the head. Um, Semyon's going to get some votes and deserves them. Guerrero's going to get some votes and deserves them. But the two of them will split votes, essentially, and Otani winds up winning. Mm-hmm. And probably by a wider margin, a uh, significantly wider margin than he would have if Semyon hadn't had this kind of year. Yeah. And I'll yeah. even say this. If Semyon had fallen one home run short of the record f- for second baseman, we wouldn't be having this conversation. That single achievement will draw significant attention to Semyon. Outside of Toronto. Outside of Toronto. Correct. Yeah. yeah. By guys who have maybe seen him play two or three times this year. Right. And that's essentially what happens is you, you, this notion of it being a, an eyeball test is laughable. It isn't. It's a bunch of ink stained wretches who, because they have a vote at the end of the year, pull out that piece of paper or that email or whatever and say, okay, mm-hmm. what's everybody got here? And you compare yeah. stats. Well, and, 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 and Otani more, has yeah, the advantage more, of having been in the news more yeah, than anybody else. And it's even more obvious this year, Bob, when, when writers aren't traveling as much and everything is done, um, you know, with uh, remotely, you know, press conferences are remotely. People aren't walking through the clubhouse talking to players. I mean, uh, you know, Aaron, what Aaron Judge said about uh, the MVP, sh- should you know, being Guerrero, it should be Guerrero. Um, might carry some weight, but if he had said it with 15 reporters uh, in front of his stall in the clubhouse, it might have more impact. Um, you know, I don't I, know. I, do you think that's fact? I, I do. I, I do. Um, I, I, I think that, you know, that distance, that remoteness um, for the baseball writers, for any writer in any sport, I think it changes their mentality a little bit because they don't feel they're getting that, uh, that, um, proximity to the athletes well i mean i don't know that we'll be able to to calculate what the impact of judge's statement is and it's um you know obviously if you're a blue jays fan you respect his statement but i i honestly don't i'm not sure that it so so does if you had 50 players that were all saying the same thing yeah now maybe it does so does the uh does the Simeon discussion uh, change your opinion of the MVP? Are you still voting Vladdy? Um, or are you voting Otani? I may, I just assumed you were voting Vladdy. I would have voted Vladdy. Um, and you should not, you still should look at the overall performance, but the last two weeks, Vladdy has been horrible at the plate. Mm-hmm. 
And even his double down the left field line last night was really nothing more than a, a, a ground ball. It was a bouncer. He isn't getting any elevation. Everything is on the ground. And um, he really, he's in a slump. And look at, he's entitled to be, he, you know, uh, he's, he, he still will have, if he doesn't get another hit the rest of the year, it, mm-hmm. it, it'll still be a great year. Yeah. But that does affect your vote, I think. It, it, it certainly has impacted mine. Um, and I don't, right now, I would say it's a coin flip between th- the three of them. Because mm-hmm. I'm with you. Um, Semyon's performance is memorable, and it has been absolutely impactful for the Toronto Blue Jays. And, and perhaps more consistent? But... If I'm going to take, and this is the dilemma that I face, if I'm going to take Semyon's 44 home runs into consideration because it's the most ever by a second baseman, then how can I dismiss Otani's pitching performance along with 40, whatever, five home I think, runs? I think he's 40. Isn't he 47 now? Well, maybe he is. I don't know. Whatever he is. Big numbers. You know, I... I it may wind up leading me to Otani. Well, I, I, w- when we talked about it on, on Monday and somebody asked you, who would you rather have on your team, Otani or Guerrero? It, it, does create a, it does create an interesting conversation. Well, the answer is both. I'd rather have both. Yeah, yeah well. I mean, and Simeon, too. Uh, well, the only team that can afford that are the Dodgers. So, <laughs> well, Or the um, Yankees. I guess the Yankees could. So. Rodgers can afford it. No, they they don't. I mean, want they just to, shed they just shedded uh, how many uh, how many hundreds of thousands millions of dollars in salary and media. The I don't know about bastards. that. I don't know about that. Come on. Well, you know, I mean, they did. That's that's what Chang- they did once again. Changing, they, sh- they shuffled the deck on the Titanic. Changing landscape. Changing landscape. You know that as well as I do. Well, I know what. The, I understand it. I yeah. get the agenda. Yeah. And um, and and but and I here's... think it's absurdly stupid. Yeah. And they have continued to be stupid for a lengthy period of time. Well, yeah, here, the, the, the thing, I mean, I, I don't know what we weren't intending to talk media, but the thing is, is that, you know. Well, you brought it up. No, you actually brought it up. No, you brought Rogers, up Rogers. I said the Dodgers. No, you brought up Rogers. Rogers I said can the, afford it. I said the Dodgers are the only one can afford it. No, then you Rogers said Rogers can afford, can afford it. it. I, don't, I didn't bring it up. I'm not talking $4 about $4 billion dollars a quarter. I'm not talking about it. That's a lot of money, man. Yeah. So uh, now, uh, so before we stop talking about awards, uh, Garrett Cole's uh, display last night, um, Ray on the mound tonight. If Ray is anywhere close to what we've seen, yeah, he's the Cy Young winner. Yeah. I, I, I wonder, and it's fascinating that it can all be, you know, whittled down to two games. Is this the deciding week that Garrett well, Cole? Well, not really, because I, I pointed out. Um, if you will recall with the date when the Daves were on Hodge and Perkins, mm-hmm. that this guy has not pitched well in the month of September. He has not, he has not been the same guy he was for the first five months of the year. Right. He's been not horrible, but he's been ordinary. And he I, got wonder, whack- I, I wonder he how healthy nine hits last yeah, night. Yeah. I wonder how healthy he really is. I mean, well, you know, he's got the hamstring I'm sympathetic issue. sympathetic to that. If no, that's I know. The case. I know. I just but that doesn't factor into the voting. No, I understand. Performance factors into the voting. Yeah. 
and he has not been good in the month of September, and Ray has been. Right. Ray has done exactly what, in the month of September, exactly what he did the first five months of the season. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So if Ray gets lit up in game three against the Yankees, maybe you got a case. Maybe then there's, okay, we got to go look at it. But if he, he gives up one run, two runs, he wins. So uh, uh, in, in, in real and that costs the Blue Jays if they're interested in bringing them back. Right. Yeah. 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 So maybe you hope term. the Blue Jays win 9-8 tonight and Ray gets knocked out in the second inning. Well, no, if you, listen, if you can get another 6-5 game, and uh, like you did in game two of the series, you get a 6-5 game. So let me ask you this. I know it's not mathematical, but um, is is game three of the series against the Yankees now that it's split? Is this the, the Blue Jays season? In all likelihood. Yeah. I mean, you cannot say that mathematically. Right. But in all likelihood, um, as I said, I think you they have to win tonight and win minimum two of three from Baltimore. Now, that's simple math. That doesn't guarantee you anything. But that's what they're facing. If they sweep, if they win tonight and sweep Baltimore, they should get in. Yeah. But again, they're in a position now where they need a little bit of help. And they got... None last night. Nope. Got no help from anybody. No. Nope. Boston won. Seattle won. Yeah. No, the, the Seattle's, Seattle's got an off day today. So, well, uh, but they play the, actually, it's interesting. They, they play the Angels on the weekend. So, and if Otani can be a factor in, in that series uh, against, uh, against the Mariners. Well, Got to get hot at the right time in the Maryland. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. Right we've, we've gone the, you know, the hundred, you know, we're in that hundred and what is this tonight's one fifty-eight, hundred and fifty-eighth game. And, and things are so actually John, it is. Oh, okay. Well, don't they have three more against Baltimore? Yeah. So yeah, tonight so, is one fifty-nine, and then you got 60, 61 and 60. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. You're better at math than I am. Um, oh yeah. yeah. So, um, it's amazing that they, they play this many games and these teams are this close. It really is when you think about it. Well, it's been, I mean, you know, this is what you want, but you don't often get it. But people um, were saying in April, you know what? It's going to come down to that Yankee series near the end well, of the season. And, and here we are. And know. we thought, oh, that's, that can't be. Oh, yeah, it's well, going to happen. And a month ago, you, you said, well, Blue Jays are out of it. Right. Um, it would take a miracle. And, but there was a miracle. Yeah. You know? Even with the Yankees surging ahead, Boston stumbled. While the Blue Jays won what nineteen of twenty three and um, got themselves back in it, we'll is see this, what happens tonight. If they make the playoffs, is this more prolific than twenty fifteen when they were one game under five hundred at the trade deadline? Um, no, it's not as dramatic. Okay. I don't, you said prolific, but I, I I would say I would say that was the more dramatic thing because that's that's like that's being dead dead yeah and coming back. This has it's, been impressive. Yeah but I don't think quite that impactful. Now, that team did not make it to the World Series. If by some stretch of the imagination, this team does make it to the World Series, well, then you got a, yeah, then you got a real argument, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the impact. Um, we will see. Uh, 
the NBA's vaccine policy and the NHL's preseason and why do they even play? We'll talk about those things when we come back after these messages. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Bob McCown, John Shannon with you on the podcast uh, today. So the NBA has a policy now. They must have heard you yesterday, Bob. They you must get have vaccinated. Listened. Or you don't play. Yeah. And you don't get paid. Yeah. Which, which is, and that same. is exactly the right answer. Yeah. Don't yeah, you agree? I, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I don't think there's any question about it. And, and you know, and, and basically they ended up following uh, public health in New York, public health in San Francisco um, that uh, said uh, that uh, every player has to be vaccinated uh, to play, uh, to get into the arena, rather. Um, so I, 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 it's just common sense. It, it really is. Um, and the distrust of the vaccine, uh, I, I, don't, I don't think you or I either understand that. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see what the blowback is. Does a guy like Kyrie Irving not play this year? Does Andrew Wiggins opt out? Are we going to see guys turn down that type of money? And we're not talking chump change, right, Bob? We're talking... Oh, no, you're talking 20 plus million dollars. Yeah. In well, some people, cases, like at the top end, it's 40 plus million dollars. Yeah. But I don't remember what Wiggins' contract is, but it's probably in the 20s or close to it. Yeah. But it's it's one of those things where I, it, it to me, what the NBA did was just pure and utter common sense. Common sense. I apologize. For not five, turning my telephone off. Five dollar fine. There's a five dollar fine there. Yeah. Let me turn it off now just to make sure that it doesn't ring again. Well, um, there's no debate here. We we're both in agreement. The NBA did exactly the right policy. Um, I don't think we've heard the end of it though, Bob. I really don't. I, I think that meaning you think um, the players will revolt against this, or some? I, will? I I think some will. Yeah. I think. I, I mean, just the fact, Bob. I mean, la uh, earlier this week, we heard LeBron finally got vaccinated. Vaccines have been available in the United States since December. He's LeBron James. Seriously. Well, it raises this question. Did he do it because he felt like I have to do it to get to play? Or because LeBron James is in the inner circle, as in the inner circle as you can be, did he know that this pronouncement from the league was at hand well if i was adam silver i'd be phoning lebron james saying here's exactly. the rule coming here's the rule coming and and by the way exactly yeah, you, you better be you better be leading the charge lebron exactly yeah so um i think that's where we're at um i'm watching a little bit last night i know you were stuck in traffic for uh, most <laughs> I, actually i was very close to your house for a long time bob <laughs> Well, for a long time, I wasn't here because I was out trying to get something to eat and could not. You should have walked. As I told you yesterday, you could have I, walked. Where, the only place I can walk to was pitch black. It was shut. Literally, I yeah. got there 
Yeah. It took me 45 minutes to make a one and a half minute drive. I got there. It was a blackout. <laughs> My house was fine. You know, like 300 yards away, I got, everything was on. Yeah. But at the end of the street, I don't know what the hell happened. No, neither do I. But it was uh, what a it, mess. Oh my God. 10,000. I mean, and I actually, uh, you know, when you, when I started to uh, travel, I, I thought, man, man, this baseball traffic's heavy. <laughs> oh, you were going into the city, right? I was going into the city. <laughs> yeah. I was going around the corner. Uh, well, I hope everybody's all right. I hope there was nothing serious, but uh, gosh, that was uh, rather, uh, rather a lengthy night. Although I did enjoy Ben Wagner on the radio. I must tell you. Well, he does a good job and he, he does a good he, job. He's worked alone all year. Which no. is, um a reflection of his skill set and also Rogers cheapness. That's that's the magic of minor league baseball, right? We, minor league baseball. Almost where, invariably a guy works alone. Yeah. By himself, creating that aura and that conversation with the guy with his, I mean, I'm going to date myself with his transistor radio. Now with his iPod, uh, his, his uh, earbuds in um he did a really he did a he does a really good job of creating a dialogue with the listener i i, I like him. I, I like him more and more every time i listen to him yeah I'm with and you. i respect him immensely for for doing it alone and he shouldn't be put in that position and and anyway. he, and he and the other thing bob is as part of his play by play he gets excited you know those there's a lot of guys that come out of out of uh, the, the minor leagues that just start yelling in the first inning and oh, yell louder in the ninth. He doesn't, he does it. He, he builds his drama. He, he was, he, he was fun to listen to really enjoyable. Now the preceding message from uh, John Shannon, uh, president of uh, the Ben Wagner fan club, Ben Wagner fan club. Exactly. Yeah, I, and have you ever met him? Have you met Ben? Yes. Yes. Uh -huh. He's been in studio. He was in studio with me when he first got hired. Yeah, I, I haven't met him. And I actually, we actually had him on primetime sports. You'll remember that show. When did, when, where was that? That was on uh, some peanut whistle radio station. Okay. Um, we had him on when he was doing the Bison's games. Now, on, you know, what I, I but on a semi-regular basis. I do remember that. Yes, I do remember, but but I but I never was able to meet. And him I person. could be wrong, but I believe, you know, the the AAA season ends earlier than the major league season, and I believe Ben came up to Toronto for the end of the major league season mm -hmm. uh, several years ago when he was still doing the Bison's games, and I think that's the first time we had him in studio. Found out that he was going to be in town and invited him in to chat. So yes, I have met him. Haven't seen him in quite a while um anyway you hijacked the conversation that's not what i wanted to talk about but that what do you what want to talk about well so in the midst of this chaos out here in mr and mississauga last night um the leafs played the uh the ottawa senators in ottawa yeah, yeah. and i did flip over on a couple of occasions from the baseball game between innings <laughs> why exactly <laughs> that is exactly the question that I was asking myself. Why are you doing this? Yeah. And I looked at the roster of the Maple Leafs. It's a bunch of guys named who? And this is now the third exhibition game. And okay, there's a, a sprinkling of regulars who are going to play, but that's it. Mm -hmm. If 
the exhibition season is not about getting your game legs under you for the regular guys. What is it? Well, what, what exactly are we learning here? It's a bunch of guys who are going to play with the Marlies who played Ottawa last night. They yes. have no chance of making the team or going back to junior or going back to junior. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe there's one guy yeah. that will surprise us. I, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's funny. Uh, uh, Edmonton was in Winnipeg last night and uh, the Oilers had come off two home games where they had won two games. One of them was four, nothing. The other was six, nothing. Actually, no, they were in Calgary. So they, but they won their first two games. They hadn't allowed a goal. So everybody's, you know, cocksure about how good the team is playing and how Wait solid things are. Is that your phone? It's not my cell phone. Well, it's the house I still phone? have, it's the, it's the landline, you know, it could be, it could be the white house. POTUS? <laughs> it could be POTUS. It could, you never know. It could be the hotline, you know? Be POTUS. <laughs> yeah. My problem is I don't think he'll remember if he called me. So, um, Oh, please. <laughs> well, he doesn't remember being told about Afghanistan. Well, the last president would have had you shot if you didn't answer the phone. So <laughs> you, you pick your poison. <laughs> anyway, um, so they go to Winnipeg last night and they put on our, the Oilers go and there's a roster. I honestly did not recognize five names. Now you have to put eight NHLers in your lineup, but I didn't recognize very many guys and they got waxed by the Jets. So, well, but the same thing last night and I'm, I'm sitting there watching. I said, what is the point of this? Like, I'm not learning anything. They're not learning anything. These decisions principally are being, have been made. Why do we need, and how many exhibition games, preseason games do they play, six or seven? Some teams play six, some play up to eight. Okay. Well, I was pretty close, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Why? If, well, if the, the teams aren't going to use them for the purpose of making roster decisions, and we know... There was how many people were in Ottawa last night in the arena? I don't a know how sprinkling. many. Yeah, it was a sprinkling. So it's not positive revenue generating, but some places it what is. What the hell's the point? Some places it is. Uh, Winnipeg has had two home games and they've been full both times. Well, good for them, and, and that's and that's a lot of money. That's nice. That's a There's lot. Not of money. a lot of money everywhere else. No, but, but there, are, pay, there are. I there would are, not pay one tenth the face value of a ticket to see a bunch of guys that I can see for five bucks in the AHL if I want to. Right. But, but you know, a lot of teams still, and you know this, and you've talked about this countless times in countless years, a lot of teams still put preseason games into their season ticket packages. And well, so, just, so you, you buy, you're, you're buying 41, plunder, you know, you're buying I mean, 41 that games. Is. That's just right. A you're, rip buying, off. you're buying 41 I games. I get it, John. That's not 45. the issue. The issue isn't, um, the economics. The right. issue is why are they doing it beyond economics? The no, that, premise, no, that, no, that's the only thing. The There's premise, nothing beyond it. The premise of you need these exhibition games is nonsense. And and look, I'm not I'm not singling out the NHL. Major League Baseball, exactly the same. Mm. You don't need 25, 30 spring training games. You don't need them. Um you in in the NFL, they've cut back now. Now they're playing three preseason games, right? And 17 regular season games. Right. They need one, maybe two. Wow. Two would be probably the ideal number. And even then, your starting quarterback's only going to play half of one game. 
Well, just just uh, as an example, the 56 games scheduled that the NHL finished last year. Do you know any preseason games there were? None. 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 And the regular season went on without a hitch, except for COVID. Well, yeah. And were the games horrible at the beginning of the year? Not they were, noticeably. They were, oh, they were okay. They were fine. Yeah, not noticeably. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it's strictly, to me, it's still just a revenue grab by teams that stick it into their season ticket package. I mean, you know, I mean, fact that uh, somebody televised that game last night means that there was money changing hands to, to televise the game, you know, so that's why they're doing it. Well, the other thing I, I watched very briefly, and I mean very briefly, as you would will attest, and I think the audience will too, the, uh, the Toronto FCs played last night too, at home. Yes, I know. I, I drove by. There was nobody in the building. It was empty. Empty. I was It was shocked. family and friends. Yeah. yeah. And they could have had 30,000 in there. It was a beautiful night, too. They could have had 30,000 in there. That, I mean, the, the, that wasn't a nothing crowd. Yeah, because the team's not very good, Bob. No, the they stink. Yeah, the team's bad. So, And are soccer fans more fair weather than others? I don't know. Maybe they're spoiled and maybe a bunch of them stayed home because the blue Jay game was on television. I, I'm sure that that had something to do with it. Although I don't see soccer fans choosing a blue Jay game over a soccer game. Yeah, neither do I. They're so enamored with this snore of a sport for reasons that are inexplicable. It could be nothing more than complete and utter stupidity, but whatever the reason is, yeah. I don't think they, many of them stayed home because the blue Jay game was on. They just didn't want to watch this stinky soccer team. Yeah, that's right. But may, hey, but may, give them credit. Maybe they know the game well enough to say, I'm not going to waste any money buying going to a game with a team that's not playing very well. Well, and you look, I look at, you know, I don't watch a whole lot of soccer um, other than my Spurs. Whatever. whatever. That was the most obvious statement you've made in five weeks. Well, I know, but I, I do watch the Spurs when they're on. Um, Closest thing I get to soccer right now is I watch Ted Lasso every Friday night. So. Oh, good for you. Uh, I haven't seen that yet. By the no, way. You, you, well, I don't both. have to watch it. Don't tell me I have to watch it because you say that all the time. No, every no, time you mention no. TV show, you say, "Oh, Bob, you got to no, watch it." No, no I, I don't. Uh, you would enjoy it. I didn't say you, you have don't to know watch that. it. Yes, I do, Bob. I, I don't know. know that. I don't know whether I would enjoy it. So how could you possibly know? Because you enjoy something, in, it leads me to believe there's less likelihood that I would enjoy it than even normal. Okay, Bob, don't watch it. You won't like it. Well, then I'm going to turn it on tonight. <laughs> so uh, it, it, they're, they're in bad shape, the, uh, the Toronto FCs. Yeah. And, and, and uh, here's the thing that I don't understand. I, here's a question for you. Is there another sport where the difference between the elite level of the game and the level, say, two rungs down, is more dramatic than in soccer. So if you went to see an, um, is the IHL still in existence? What? No, no, no. What's the, what's the third level of pro hockey? ECHL. That's right. ECHL. You go to an ECHL game. Is it that obvious that these guys aren't of NHL quality? If you go to a double a minor uh, baseball game, is it that obvious? Um, if you go to a division two college football game, is it that obvious? I don't think it's as obvious anywhere, mm. more obvious than in soccer. 
And the MLS, quite frankly, is horrible. I, I get you want to be a Toronto fan or a Vancouver fan or a Montreal fan. Who else has got a team? In Canada, no, that's it. So I, I get it. You know, you're a soccer fan. This is what you got. Mm -hmm. But Lordy, it stinks. It's a bad product. And, all, and, and every soccer fan knows it's a bad product. They may not want to admit it, but they know it. And they know it because if they're watching Toronto FC, they're watching Serie A, Premier sure. League, wherever their historic reference takes them on Saturdays or Sundays or whenever they watch that. They know. And you can watch five minutes of a Premier League game and then put five minutes of an MLS game on and you go, Holy cow. Okay, so but let me ask you that. Is, is it the why? Is is the play that bad or the atmosphere that different? No, it's the play. It has nothing to do with the atmosphere. Oh, because I mean that's one of the things. I mean, no, I mean, it when, has you, nothing when you to talk do with about the atmosphere. When you when you talk about Tottenham and I mean there's nothing like going to a, a Premier League game and listening to the the fans. Well, that's fine, but that's not what I'm referring to, John. I'm you're referring talking you're talking to what, what happens on the pitch. One hundred percent. Purely what I see on the field the ability to control the ball to make accurate passes to keep possession for extended periods of time yes occasionally in you know the premiership guys give the ball away that happens every 10 seconds in mls somebody gets the ball and screws up and makes a bad pass and the other team takes over you know I mean, I wouldn't want I don't to be think, the guy who's yeah. clicking the clock on possession to try and figure out who had the ball more often. Because you're pushing that button like... I don't think it's, it's, it's as bad as you... I don't think it's as bad. I think they've made great progress. Well, you know me, I don't exaggerate. So. <laughs> no, no. It's, it's, I mean, listen, you're, you're, you're now that bandwagon TFC guy. They're a bad team, so the soccer's bad. That's not fair. No, no they're, they, the soccer was bad when they were the best team. It has always been bad, which is why I'm not interested in it. More than just soccer. Soccer, mm. as a general rule, puts me to sleep. But I do have a significant appreciation for high-quality soccer. It is a completely different Well, I don't disagree with you there. I don't disagree with of you. Of course you don't, because I'm right. Well, now we'll take a break that. and come back to wrap this up in uh, just a few seconds. Stick around. Back after this. McCowan and Shannon with you. We're, uh, we're solo today in case you missed it. I, and I guess I don't have to say that because nobody would be tuning into this podcast, you know, 38 minutes in or 45 but, minutes in, would they? No, like radio. No, but, and it's also, yeah, that's right. And they're not changing the dial in the car because no. they're not, they're not in the car unless they're in a bad traffic jam. Well, um, they could be in the car and listening to us, it, but uh, yeah, but they have, but they, they, they're going to they start it at minute 45. <laughs> that's right. I don't yeah. think would they? Uh, well, would they push that. Would they? Would they be doing bum, 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 bum on the thirty-second button? I don't, I don't think know. so. I don't think so. What do I know about podcasts? Nothing. Well, except, well, you, you certainly didn't know much two years ago. You more, you know more now. Well, I knew nothing two years ago. I, I knew I, <laughs> next to nothing a year ago. I remember sitting with and you almost in the nothing six months ago. I remember. Now I know sitting everything. I remember sitting with you in the studio and you got, you got, you're leaning back. You got your feet on the desk. He says, so what is this podcast stuff? Well, well, how do we do, how do we make a podcast? And then the answer was, well, Bob, you're actually doing a podcast right now. Well, no, uh, I didn't say, how do we make a podcast? I said, how the hell do you make money at a podcast? That's well, what I said. Have we figured that out yet? Yeah, we're doing okay. Okay, good. Good. 
you know, we're not, we're not rich anymore or independently wealthy. Now, mind you, <laughs> some of us, there are other things that have come into a play. No, tell me, really. <laughs> Do well, say. Do say. The big D has struck again. <laughs> so Sorry for laughing. <laughs> well, you've never been through it, so shut up. I am a veteran. I am a veteran. You'd think I'd know better. 34 years of bliss, Bob. But there are certain things. God bless you. Well, that has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with Mickey. You're, you're right about that. Who has tolerated you beyond belief. Uh, so, and I'm going to have a chat with her. I'll tell you. Okay. Because I think you should be in a similar financial position to me. <laughs> and only Mickey can make that happen. That's right. To the best of my knowledge. <laughs> well, 50% of nothing is... Nothing. Yeah. Well, it's half of nothing. I don't know what that number is, but I've been perilously close to it. I got news for you. Oh, God. Anyway, that's it for us. Um, we'll do a show tomorrow, though. Yeah. And we'll have a guest. You want to tell people who's coming on? Or well, I know? can't. Oh, I know, but I, I can't. I haven't confirmed the second guest. I just don't want to make sure we're having. We're going to. It's going to be good, though. We'll have some fun. Is the guy from Montreal confirmed? No. Oh, he's the one? Yeah. The guy from Toronto is confirmed? Yes. Well, that's good. I look forward to chatting with him again. It's been a while. Yeah, it'll be good. Maybe we'll get a guy is, from is he somewhere still else. Doing his podcast? No, he isn't gone. Oh, really? Yeah, gone. Well, but he has a new gig, and we'll yeah, we'll mention that. We're, and and for the record, we, we won't talk a lot about it. For the record, we I have no him. desire to promote that. No, but, but we we booked. We'll mention it. A reference. We booked him long thing. before he got that gig. I'm we so were sorry. ahead. Of, we we booked our guest tomorrow before we knew about this. It. Yeah. Oh yeah. So. Oh yeah. This is a circumstance. Right. Just like Jim Houston. We booked Jim Houston before we knew he was retiring. Well, Houston announced his retirement in deference to us, I think. Right. Knowing he was going to be on the podcast the next day, he thought, well, I better have something to say, so I'll, I'll retire. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, he's still happy retired. He's still happy? Yeah. 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 Give him another week. <laughs> uh, for John Shannon, this is Bob McCowan. We'll uh, see you tomorrow with somebody. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. See ya. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.